Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Cons and Crisis is Barbarian. It's October. We're doing scary movies. Jason, I am uh, thrilled to find out what you thought of Barbarian. Quit looking at the laptop God damn screen. it. It's always. It's force of habit. I just I need to know the answers. <laughs> I like to cheat. What do you want from me? Uh, I'd like to start by saying uh, my dad and his girlfriend, Jasmine, uh, suggested this about a year ago. And uh, so... You see how fast things are moving on. <laughs> Content crisis uh, a year later. Here we are. So, No, what it is uh, is we just we get so many suggestions from you. So many. That uh, we just have finally uh, started to work our way through the backlog. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Um, that's why it took us four months to do Predator 2. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the one suggestion we ever got. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm very excited for we do public reception to uh, see what you... Uh, thought of this movie expectations going in and such yeah so i am picturing the uh critic response to be probably around like a 62 percent for this one. Oh wow this is a okay that's not what i meant that wasn't the question I oh asked, but uh that's fine no we can move into that that's i'm fine. sorry i thought that's where <laughs> you were going i was saying i was uh, excited to see what your thought of this movie was but yeah. you already went the other way so no i'm sorry uh this is the first one you've been really off as uh, a 93 percent critic response so hmm. first one in a while uh what would you say the audience score would be if it's 93 on the critic response then that means it's got to be like 81 percent 71 so it was a good one uh you know this is one of the only ones i've come across so far that you go on the main, you know, the first, I don't know, what is it, like 10, 12, uh, you know, reviews. No uh, no bad ones. You know, all, all good stuff. If you like intense, incredible, stressful horror films, this is right up your alley. One of 2022's 20 best films with stellar performances, a unique premise, a boatload of scares and horror visuals that will be engraved into your brain for life. It's one of the best what? horror flicks to uh, release this year. Uh, so, yeah. Interesting, uh, interesting stuff. It's always interesting to see. I mean, now, granted, I didn't have any real bad critiques in this. Um, so, not saying there should have been negative ones. It's just things I like. I like to I see feel like a lot when of time people have negative, yeah. a negative opinion. I mean, it's, just so it's know. not all a bunch of fanfare and ego stroking. Yeah. I mean, good, 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 good. I just clicked on the full list. Next. Uh oh here's a splatter. A far fetched oh man. A far fetched, poorly conceived idea directed incredibly well. Even that one's not that bad. Gave it a C. Uh good, 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 good. Here's bad. Uh it sure sure has its few moments in the acting all deliver respective decent performances, but the wobbly and misguided second and third acts can't mask the fact that Barbarian doesn't live up to its hype and reputation after all. Gave it a two and a half out of five. So that's brutal. Very brutal. Good, good. Oh, here's a splatter. Ultimately, Krager takes an unconventional route down a familiar path. 
See, I don't know how familiar this path was. I mean, I I felt like, you know, if we get into likes and dislikes here, I felt like solid movie. Um, you know, again, you know, what we just talked about on Child's Play, how I want to do a horror grading scale. But, like, you get one thing that's kind of weird. And the door shutting was kind of another thing, but I guess we can blame that on drafts, but then the door locking is a whole other thing. So yeah, that's just a that doesn't make a lot of design, sense. Really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but you get your one thing, and it's this weird, you know, barbarian lady, I guess, if you will. Or was the guy supposed to be the barbarian because he's like a savage? Or, or is it because they're the on Barbary the Street? Or Barbary Street, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting <laughs> one. Um, you know, not sure how well planned out the name was but um just as far as the movie you know really good at like misguiding you taking you over here where you think you're going over there yeah type of deal you know keith you're definitely suspicious of, or i was at least for a good bit here um and i don't know how many fucking movies you know really have gone this direction i thought it was a really well done movie um yeah so I would say it's probably something that's like probably closer in like the indie horror direction, you know, to where it's like a, uh, you know, sort of a inconsequential plot feeling where it's like, oh, like here's just a, a slice of somebody's life. Here's some weirdness. Here's some subverted expectations twist at the end. Yeah. Like that's a little bit of kind of like the, the horror movie formula kind of thing that I feel like it, it kind of fits in. But I do feel like this was at least pretty interesting enough yeah. in the way that it handled all of those points that. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't as bad as what some of them felt. In my opinion, I don't know if this is something I put on like you know top twenty out of the year or anything. But <laughs> I don't know. This wasn't a lot of great movies in twenty twenty two. So <laughs> Man, you know, what? Halloween Ends was one of those movies. Remember? So ah, oh, well, you know, um, they got to kill that kid. So it was they fine. got to. It was always well worth it. Yeah, been worse. I just thought that like um, the only thing that really I didn't like was I I felt like um, I think of John Q. Uh, when they're kind of doing the uh, dialogue about like all the um, you know the rape stuff and all that, the I guess kind of Me Too aimed stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it just felt like all of them like felt too forced, and I guess it's because it's like a common issue right now, right? But like I just think of John Q when they they're talking about the healthcare stuff every time, and it just always felt like this like kind of after school special like thing yeah you know and so all those dialogue scenes felt kind of forced and when i don't know it was just a weird thing to drop into this movie where you know the plot is you know there's this fucking thing in your basement trying to kill you Mm -hmm. you know and we're over here talking about you know fucking uh whatever yeah you know but you know I, i think kind of part of the point with that too is is like that's that's a little bit of just the messaging that comes along with it right so it's like if you take um uh aj um and you know kind of you know like oh you know i I did the thing he was you know kind of goating on to his friend and be like oh well you know i did some convincing you know <laughs> yeah uh you know kind of thing it's like I, I think kind of drawing that parallel between him and you know the the dad that's in the basement there too oh okay interesting. you know what i mean yeah. so it's like they both you know probably felt fine with their actions kind of thing so i mean it's different levels obviously but it's like a you know kind of that parallel of like you know he thought he was you know he, he nothing he did was too wrong or anything yeah, there. Yeah. so like you know there's there's no reason for him to feel bad or anything there and then uh you know the dad of the basement is kind of just like the you know that potential future for him 
kind of thing. Oh, you know, not you know to that degree. What I mean, you know, but it's like a if he's already like you know shifting the blame and not taking responsibility for what sure. he did. Now, does that compound later on in his life, and he you know, I guess takes that further and further. Okay. So I I think at least some of that was that was kind of the point they were trying to make is that it's a little bit of like a you know. You know, this is how it starts. This is how it ends. Like, you know, if you just accept fucked up things, how fucked up do things get before sure. you're like really, you know, drawing the line? Okay. That's, that was kind of the way I took like that, that second and third act. Interesting thought. Yeah. Um, just kind of interesting though, too. I'm like, you know, he allegedly has raped this girl and then he's getting, you know, <laughs> he's getting uh, breastfed raped <laughs> yeah. to the mouth, you know? me too <laughs> so uh yeah that's that's funny but uh yeah i know i don't know yeah, that's an interesting parallel you drew but it was just kind of a weird i just felt like an odd thing to be dumped in the middle of this horror movie yeah. was all but. well and honestly just with the way they did this i was like i did as far as like my likes and dislikes right mm-hmm. so I, I really liked kind of the cinematography of this like there were a lot of just really well framed well lit scenes the way they kind of handled like light and shadows and everything especially in those basement scenes was mm-hmm. really awesome um and then especially the like really stark like color palette changes that we saw, especially when we did like the flashback with that, like yeah. you know, kind of third person camera view. Detroit's a humming. Uh, yeah. That was that was really awesome. Just that that flashback scene in general, I thought was incredibly well done and just looked really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of like those color palette changes between like you know the the, the dark, scary present and then like the the bright, cheery, uh, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Um, I thought all that was really good. Um. What I, uh, oh, and then kind of along the lines of two is like, especially with that, uh, you know, uh, flashback scene all being kind of like behind the dune mm-hmm. felt like that was kind of like, you know, the intentionally obfuscating intentions kind of thing. Or like, again, kind of rolling into like the hiding, you know, misdirection, right. you know, we're not being honest with ourselves kind of thing. It felt like that kind of fit with it. Cause we very rarely saw the front view of this man. Mm-hmm. It's mostly behind him. So yeah, maybe something there. Um, what I didn't like was kind of just, I guess, how inconsequential some of the, the bits and pieces felt throughout it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was thinking, like, for the most part, like, AJ is kind of irrelevant outside of just making that, like, you know, looking ahead at, like, what monster this man could turn into kind of thing. And and the subverted expectations with, like, Keith and killing him off. I feel like we could have kept Keith and had him kind of play both his role and, like, what AJ's role was throughout the second half of that okay. movie and still have been uh, telling roughly the same story. Yeah. Um, you just wouldn't have gotten kind of that, like, you know, message across, I guess, with the, the, yeah. the, the rapey bad people stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was kind of split on that, and I, even in this moment, I'm still a little <laughs> unsure if, if I like how that's played out or right. not. But I do understand uh, at least kind of why they went with that. Um, but I also do think that I prefer a little bit more of, like, the, the close-quarter tension kind of stuff yeah. and i wish we would have spent more uh spooky hunting time in the basement of being pursued by the barbarian lady than yeah than all the uh kind of narrative fluff uh that we did get <clears throat> yeah i mean i want to explore the fucking catacombs and shit yeah you know what i mean like catacombs are always lit especially when you have like a monster that's pursuing you and she's only like sometimes interested in like fighting you yeah um yeah that's that's pretty lit mm-hmm I got to tell you, when, when I was uh, watching this, and it, I know a little disjointed here, but, like, once once we got to, like, where um, uh, AJ was being pursued, um, 
He came to the wooden door, turned around. We see just her barely illuminated, yeah. uh, which I thought was uh, – that's the type of lighting I love to where it's like you know the threat is just barely there. You can't see the detail. It's like slowly – pursuing creeping its way up i love that slow creep way more than just like the like light no light light no light and then yeah, it's yeah. like that really jagged pursuit um i think it's way more tension building to do it that way mm-hmm. um but what i really really wanted was on the other side of that door to be like the male barbarian and it'd oh, be okay. like you know like yeah. i'm thinking like a left for dead and like you know big ass dude down <laughs> yeah, there yeah. and then like that's like the like you know, there's the big hulking dude just barreling his way through the catacombs, like, gorilla-style, like, dragging AJ with him. And then it's a fucking AJ sandwich, like, they run into the female one, and it's just like... Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, you know, we can we can focus back on uh, Homegirl and, and just, uh, you know... Because she's the only one we care about anyways. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of where we were going, and I was very ready for that kind of, like, action peak. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we get some of that later on but i I felt like that's that's at least what i was hoping for in that moment was a little bit more of like a another horror down there and then kind of a big action horror sequence or like if you go in and it's it's like kind of i am legend style like there's a whole room of them just kind of like huddled up and you're like okay shut the door slowly yeah that actually would have been awesome (laughs) yes um yeah uh so if we go into our bad section bad trailer you know, just kind of uh, misleading you into thinking it's a different movie. Um, I would say that uh, a good one would be if they made this into like a kind of a Roger and me type doc looking thing. Um, so, you know, again, it's about Detroit, just like Roger and me. But and there's but it's like present day. And there's this one thriving Airbnb in the middle of this, sure. you know, shit neighborhood. Right. You know, and they talking to the homeless dude and like, what was that? A fucking old like. Is that a corn silo? Like, what the fuck is that building supposed to be? Like, I don't know what the fuck that... I don't know. I thought it was just a water tower or something, but right. yeah, it probably would have made water. more sense. Yeah. I don't know. So, but that was kind of confusing. But, you know, they interview the homeless dude. You know, the cops don't fucking care. You show Tess, this fucking, like, crackhead lady, right? Yeah. I portray her as this crackhead lady, right? I thought that was, like, such an effective way, though. They did show them, they're like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a house. Yeah, you broke the window. I should take you downtown. Yeah. Of course, if uh, I was Tess, I'd have been like, please do. Get me out of here. Yeah. I right? just, like, yeah. But like, go in there or something, you know. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, yeah, but they're interviewing the homeless dude. The crazy, something crazy comes out at night, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, they're maybe like shaming AJ for wanting to sell the house, you know. He's just like, yeah, I'm selling the fucking house. Like, leave me alone. You know, and right. he's going in the house and shit. That'd be an interesting uh, trailer. You just kind of make it just a doc about yeah. Detroit, right? No, honestly, like, I've, I've just had the similar idea of where it was just, like, the, you know, declining house market kind of thing, you yeah. know? Because I, I think, uh, you know, in the flashback scene where he's like, yeah, you know, the neighborhood's kind of gone to shit, so I'm ready to get out. You know, it's yeah. like, I feel like all of that would have worked out well into it. Um, but what I also wanted was if we could get all the uh, the secret rape dungeon part two electric boogaloo scenes um, <laughs> of the the mom being just like you know partially shown yeah uh, you know in the the catacombs downstairs and just framing it as like a super intense like hide and seek game type of thing mm-hmm. um, but it's more of like a game show uh, <laughs> I think that uh, that would have been pretty fun yeah like announcer like sports announcer voiceovers yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
He's at the cages. Yeah. He's got the tape measure. It's like, AJ has entered the back room. What he doesn't know is that the dad is down there. Now, whether he plays this right or wrong, he still needs to get out of that room without the mom being notified. You know, it's like you just build it up as just it's like almost this. like nature channel document like nature channel doc style a like. little bit or yeah. it's just like the uh, i think of like uh, like the dystopic future you know it's like the hunger games basically so it's like they know this guy's gonna die down there but it's entertainment yeah 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 <laughs> uh so we go bad summary just like you know you kind of nail it but you kind of actually don't at all um it's a double I had two. Is a double booked Airbnb results in free stay for two tenants, you know, or uh, <laughs> girl doesn't get to wipe for days. Because <laughs> you really couldn't. think about it, you know, she did wipe, right? She couldn't. So she goes down and finds a toilet paper. Then she's down there and she discovers everything. She hasn't wiped, and then Keith comes home and like unlocks the door, and then she's leaving. She hasn't wiped, yeah. and then she gets trapped down there, and she has, you know, it's, she's like fell off a roof. She hasn't wiped, you know. It's like a long, it's a long time, and you know, I'm sure she went to the bathroom more times down there after drinking mother's milk. Gross looking bottle. Yep. And uh, I mean, like, just you know, you're all sorts of dirty. Yeah. No, you know. I mean, she definitely is going to have to get checked out, I think. She probably has a, a UTI or it's something. It's bad. It's yeah. bad, man. I got to say, I got to complain just about how annoying it was just that the toilet paper was downstairs. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no bathroom down. Well, no, there's no bathroom down there. There's a bucket. <laughs> there's a bucket. Depends on your definition of bathroom. <laughs> there was a bucket. Um, you know, the like, toilet paper's downstairs, but, like, there's, like, cabinets and pantries and, you know, stuff even inside of the bathroom. And yeah. It's like you don't keep your spare toilet paper there. You keep it yeah, in the basement. I feel like if I'm the Airbnb person, you have laundry upstairs, and then there's laundry stuff downstairs. It's like, I'm sealing off that fucking basement. Like, yep. that's just a wall. You know, there's no door anymore. Yeah, you I'd know, be fine Why would that. you... Which, you know, leads me to my sequel idea mm. but you know that's later okay so. well we'll get to that what was your bad summary uh so my bad summary is a good summary fuck kids okay because <laughs> that's pretty much what that guy was doing for 50 years <laughs> yeah um good summary was it though was just uh you know uh mother uh, adopts two children and tries to figure out how to be a good parent yeah no that's great that's a good one uh bad casting uh unbearable weight of massive talent was 2022 so let's throw nick cage in as aj um <laughs> no this would be like the flattest movie then because like just the no personality whatsoever whatsoever out of nick cage in this yeah. would just it'd be so good she's saying what about me yeah, yeah. um and then, you know, Halloween ends was last year, right? So let's throw Michael Myers in as Keith, you know. Also and then, with the mask. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so, and he just says nothing, right? He just kind of like shows his Airbnb on the phone. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yes, I'll wash honestly, the sheets. Like there is so much comic appeal with just dropping him into movies and yeah. it's just grunts. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like he's trying to live his normal life. Yeah. There's so like much the part there. with the duvet cover where yeah. the sheets over him, it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know, so you're like you're just fully embracing that red herring side of it there, where because like you know, 
Keith's kind of this like, oh man, like Keith's creepy. Like what's yeah, you know, you but keep, it's okay because I he's mean, cute. I kept thinking Keith was gonna you know turn out to be involved in this chaos somehow, right? Right. But you know he's not, so you kind of really embrace it because Michael Myers is just like standing there, creepy. You know, he's just holding a knife for no reason. He's just like, Aah! like nothing's wrong with it. It's just like my security blanket, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm nervous with that. Uh, oh, and then Shotgun Wedding was a movie in 2022 that I didn't see, but uh, J Lo's in it. And let's make Tess J Lo, and then it just doesn't work at all because she's like way too famous to. And I don't think she's that great an actor either. So yeah, so uh, maybe it would have yeah. worked out. <laughs> it would have definitely made this feel probably a lot more indie feeling. You know, it's yeah. like oh, we got famous actor, but like very flat acting. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what I had was uh, instead of the mommer, uh, the mother, uh, we go mommy the route. <laughs> so the mommer, we go the the mommy route. So we get Jennifer Aniston. So it's just straight up hot mom. No, it's like it's kind of scary at first, but then like it's like not bad. But she's running around naked. And you're right. Like, okay. So it's like it's like, but like honestly, it honestly would have worked for like AJ's perspective because like he's yeah, like, yeah. hey, like you know, like this is kind of weird, but like also I'm like horny and going through. A also, rough I'm thing sucking right on now. your nipple. Right. So it's like I was like it honestly like would have kind of worked yeah. if if we went with with the hot mom approach outside of it just being less scary and more horny. Yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> AJ's character would have you know had some more interesting interactions out of that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then I was also thinking, uh, instead of Keith, we but have... Jennifer Aniston also has like the fucking barbarian strength. Right? Yeah. 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 So like when AJ is like trying to make a move, she like fucking throws him into the wall or something. Yeah. yeah okay. Go ahead. Um, and then also instead of Keith, we have uh, John Heater. Header. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we still get like that awkward vibe, and I'm thinking we probably just dress him up as Napoleon Dynamite, oh, anyways, sure. just, yeah. just, just to fit the just effects there. Yeah. Um, but I, I just thought that would really drive home just like the extreme awkwardness that I felt out of Keith, like in that first like bit of him and uh, Tess interacting. Yeah. Because I was just like so like man, you are handling this so poorly, <laughs> and I would love it if it was just. <laughs> Just Napoleon, like... Just him opening <sighs> up the door, middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, that, just that whole... Bit. Like, cause, like, when he opens the door, yeah? And then he's just like, Hi, who are you? He's like, I'm renting this place. He's like, oh, Napoleon. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm here too. <sighs> Come on. Let's call these people. Freaking idiots! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, it it would yeah, that would work out so well. I I need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So if we get some discussion topics here. Yep. Um. So, are we? I hope we just kind of talked about it. We didn't really discuss it. Are we attributing the door shutting to the draft, or is there some like other power at work here? I don't know. It seems because unfair, it seems like, like there's this other power at work here because the door locks every time, and yeah. that doesn't seem like that should be locking if it's just the draft pulling it shut. So what I'm thinking is it's a it's a fault of uh, the handle. I think that the the door is probably at a slant, so no matter what, if it's open, it should close. It just we always see it in a very convenient way. Yeah. But I think if the door is open, it should always close if it's set up that way. Yeah. And I, I feel like they could have made that made sense by having it be propped open, you know, when they first got in there and just leaving it that way. And yeah. then, like, as cleaning up, you know, they move it and then it closes. And then, like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that happens. I like, guess <laughs> a better way to sell it rather than just it conveniently closing yeah. a couple of times. Um, but or is this, like, Cabin in the Woods style and it's just kind of like it can be open right now and then they, like, 
and yeah. then it shuts. Well, I mean, we do have the the rope pull thing downstairs to open the secret, uh, the second secret basement. Right. Um, and then there's the uh, third secret door that opens the third secret basement. Um, so you know, there's there there could be some level of like you know pulley system set up to where uh you know the 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 mother is just you know orchestrating things and yeah. causing ruckus, but I uh, I kind of doubt it. Personally. Yeah. Okay. I just you know. It's a it's another weird thing, you know, and as we talked about, like you get like one, you know, and that's the barbarian lady. So the barbarian of Barbary Street. <laughs> so anyway, what yeah. do you got? So I, I I was kind of thinking about uh how I was planning out the rest of this movie as I'm watching it kind of thing. So I was very convinced that um, the like documentary plot and the lady that she was meeting with was going to be relevant to the rest of the story, because um, you know when 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 Tess is like, oh yeah, like I'm you know get an interview for this thing. It's about this documentary. Keith happens to also know about this really obscure documentary. Yeah. I was like, maybe this lady that she goes and has the interview with also runs the airbnb thing and she uses uh, that to like trap people and keep them in the basement or something yeah so like i'm i'm I, those because you don't want to pay union fees right and you got to get people working for you for cheap right, right. so but I, I was i was very much kind of going down that route to where it's like like she is going to come back up at some point right like she's somehow a part of this because i i just felt like why did she even bother Bonnie. Why Why did we bother even giving her screen time? I was like, yeah. you know, maybe she set up the Airbnb on the different sites and gets people down in there, you know, traps them in the basement, and then maybe, you know, the, the sex room dungeon kind of thing. Or, right. um, and then um, kind of as we got to, like, you know, Tess after she escapes and is, you know, beaten up and stuff the, the first time, because yeah. um, she goes down to that gas station, I was like, maybe it's just, like, everyone in that area is in on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's where they just get people down. Everyone kind of has, you know, their fun with, you know, the out-of-towners kind of thing. Yeah. And then they discard with it. And that's why the police don't really make much of an effort to do anything. Because they know, like, it's just... We're the only two cops in this town. This is... <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I I was writing this whole movie, you know, just throughout it. Um, yeah. And, uh, obviously, I was uh, very, very well off. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I could write a fucking movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I could do this. Um, but I got to say, the, the most effective ridiculous thing ever in this is just the second rape dungeon you know you get the you know you get to the basement secret door you get your rape dungeon Uh second secret door second set of stairs you get your second rape dungeon and then there's all these you know separate rape rooms behind the wooden door that's your third rape dungeon i was like this is like the most elaborate just set rape up dungeon yeah i was like it's incredible and I'm, yeah. I'm i'm trying to picture just how it was set up right like this this guy he dug out all of this stuff for like 50 years apparently he's got nothing but time on his hands right i don't know but he's so <clears throat> sick and frail that's a well, lot now, of work where'd all well, that dirt go why he's sick and frail now i guess but like where'd all that dirt go you know that's a lot of earth to be uncovering and and uh when we get down to the the second uh uh rape uh staircase mm-hmm. uh, all that is stone right so without yeah. some machinery <laughs> i don't see how this man carved it out yeah no i mean there's some holes for sure <laughs> unless he had just his army of you know rape children that he maybe weaponized eat eat these rocks <laughs> eat the rocks that's where they all went. They all died, and then 
you know, he like shoved them in the walls and you yeah. know, concreted over them. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot there for sure. Um, I need to know why the mother is superhuman, right? Like, I mean, they, they kind of give the, uh, you know, the homeless guy kind of gives us the explanation of the incest. Mm-hmm. You know, when you make a copy of a copy of a copy. But, like, there's no explanation for her superhuman strength. You know, she can put a homeless guy in a headlock with one arm and tear his arm off with the other. She can bust through the wall like Kool-Aid man. You know, she can fucking uh, take a fall from on top of a fucking corn silo or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. She can fucking I- get hit by a car and be fine. Like, why? Yeah. So one of the the things I'll say with that is like there's there's the idea that like your brain tells you to like not do things as hard because you'll like you know pull your muscles or like you'll damage your body right yeah so it's like you can you know lift more it starts to hurt but you can keep going yeah but then like your body's like wow you fucking idiot why'd you do that much <laughs> so the idea is that um because their brain is so fucked up it doesn't have those signals to tell the body that like hey you need to like chill. So it's like, you know, you're using your body as a very, like, very damaging way to itself. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so you're you're probably pulling a muscle every time you do something, run into something. But your brain isn't, like, sending the signals to stop doing that. Yeah. So it's like, imagine if you used 100% of your strength yeah. in a single punch. Sure. You know, with your brain unhindered. It's like, you know, you probably break your hand and, you know, fuck it all up and everything. Right. Um, and do more damage than if your, you know, brain was fully functioning. Uh, was it PCP? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like when people take and they do kind of like unnatural, you know, feats of strength because, you know, their brain isn't registering that they're not supposed to, you know, hurt themselves in that way. Right. Probably same kind of thing. Okay. At least to some degree. That's fair. But I thought the... Uh... I thought the whole incest thing like made people like deformed. Yeah, deformed, defective. That's what I'm saying. That know, would have fucked up thing. the brain and stuff, but the right. the muscles are there. <clears throat> but why is she so strong? I don't know. She drinking that milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how that works. Like, what yeah. what is that lady eating? Like, she can't be drinking her own milk. Because oh, it's she... the rocks. <laughs> it's the rocks. That's why she's forty percent rock. <laughs> Yeah, That's you, why she's you can so hit her with, You could hit her with a car. You're going to mostly hurt the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did. It fucking totaled it out right there. Yeah. yeah. What's next for you? Uh, who is Marcus? I, I was really annoyed that, like, he, you know, showed up on the phone as calling Tess and stuff a handful That's of times. That's the shitty boyfriend. I know, but, like, I just felt like he could have been relevant or showed up or maybe saved the day or something. Like, I just, there was no point. Marcus is in on the sequel then. Yeah. He fucking masterminded the whole thing. He was trying to get his girlfriend Tess in a rape dungeon. Yeah. Where he could, you know. Is that like a like a, a deep dark web service? It's like, hey, rent this Airbnb slash rape yeah, dungeon. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Well, and there's your other parallel, I suppose. I didn't think about that. But, you know, you had the AJ parallel. But uh, you have the parallel. You know, Tess literally says, like, you know, the boyfriend that, you know, makes the girlfriend a pet or whatever, you know, and it's like this dude, yeah. the very house they're in, this guy was making girls pets. So the cages with the bowls was pretty much the, the biggest thing where you're like, whoa, that is severe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I felt like it was, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I just expect too much. And as I'm like starting off the movie, I'm expecting things to come to fruition with like the twists or development. 
and I just felt like uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was a it was a thing to have in like conversation for her and Keith. It was a thing to have show up on her phone as she's trying to get to the Airbnb, but just inconsequential. More. You know, adding a character into the story. Yeah, you wanted more. I wanted more from Marcus. A little bit. Well, so did she. Well, clearly. <laughs> He didn't have enough rocks. <laughs> Some double meanings there we could get off track on. but uh, uh, She was addicted to crack. <laughs> oh, okay. Triple meanings. Triple meanings, yeah. Um, are we open for a uh, sequel? I don't know. It seemed like... This is a couple things, right? That seemed a little breadcrumby. Yeah, go ahead. So what I want to say is uh, just in line when, you know, when you talk about, you know, the, the mother falling off and, you know, still being alive and shit. Yeah. The the way that they had her, you know, she, she projected tests, landed on the ground like there were clearly brain. There was just brain on the ground like this lady's head is cracked open and there is just brain hanging yeah. out. I'm not saying involving barbarian. No, I'm just I'm just I, yeah. I was very frustrated at that level of durability out of this person yeah. that like they can still function with literal brain hanging out of their head to any capacity to uh, to literally uh, rip a rip a person's skull open with their bare hands. Yeah. Now that was cool uh, as shit. I, I spell bear either way you want to yeah. there. But the only know. thing I wish is that we would have just seen it from the front. Yeah. Rather than just getting kind of like the silhouette of the back of the head, but we are talking about an indie movie here, though. Yeah, I mean, we can know, only do so of, much, you know. It's a lot, but I just want to see it. I want to see this dude's head split in half. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we got a cheap angle of it, but I think the door is open here, you know, because I think Bonnie. We never really get like a real. I mean, we never see Bonnie. Yeah, right. Um, we get her. I think we hear the know. voicemail though. So at least yeah, there is no, a I mean, voice she, actress voice, attached to it. Her but. voice happens a couple times, yeah. right? You know, when AJ calls, when Tess calls, whatever. But, you know, the secretary lady, you know, when AJ shows up to pick up the keys, right? He's in this, like, pretty empty office building. You yeah. know, there's, like, no one behind the secretary. Yeah. Like, it's pretty fucking dark, quiet in there. And you're like, oh, yeah, Bonnie said somebody would be here. Hmm. Name, you know. You know. And uh, so, you know, Bonnie unknown right is bonnie behind all this she double booked it right should have been she should have been um, the antagonist uh well she maybe she is ultimately the antagonist you know once yeah. you get around to the sequel right um uh, you know the homeless guy now granted he might have been just talking about the uh you know the dad but he says you know he's not even the worst thing down there right but so i mean if you want to say no sequel then you're just talking about like well, the dad was down there and he killed himself, so it's over. Yeah. But like, what if there is this other? What if there's this male barbarian down there? Right? Yeah, I mean, it's a big area down there, right? There yeah. could have been more doors. Yeah. What? I'm what pretty th- sure there's some unexplored space down there. Absolutely. You finish your thing. Um, but yeah, so the greater conspiracy of Bonnie, and then maybe Marcus, you know, found out about this thing. Maybe that's why Marcus is so possessive because he's been in on this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so he gets Tess to you know go do this and he th- and then Marcus is pissed right so then maybe Marcus kills Bonnie or, or maybe Marcus is gonna kill Bonnie but Bonnie's like pfft, you know and Bonnie takes care of Marcus I don't know there's something there yeah or so I we felt like they left yeah. open intentionally we we can stretch this out even further right so it's like a uh, it's it's almost like a like a human trafficking kind of thing so they have like these like uh, uh, kids 
you know, that this guy was producing that are all, you know, like the mother or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they put them in like these like neighborhoods and stuff. And like, they set up like these little like operations kind of thing to use as like this weird, like torture porn kind of thing. Yeah. And then maybe we turn this into a real kind of like sicko operation. So it's like the, 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 the dad is just kind of like the, the old ancient version of this kind of thing, you know, cause he's got his camcorder and stuff set up. He had all the VHS tapes, yeah. but then the second one is like, Oh yeah, this is like a, like a dark web commercialized, you know, torture porn kind of thing uh. where like we have these catacombs and like these, you know, shitty neighborhoods yeah. and you know, we rent them out cameras everywhere, you know, let them run amok, get hunted and everything. Okay. I'm, uh, shit. What am I thinking? Oh, is it, um, uh, like VHS? Did you ever see any of those movies? A VHS movie? Well, like, yeah. it's it's a movie called VHS. There's, like, three or four of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's it's kind of like this, like, anthology kind of thing. I won't go too off topic with it, but it's, like, there's a, a loose story about these guys breaking into a house, and they're looking for, like, a certain VHS tape because yeah. someone's willing to pay them for it. And then they put a VHS tape in, and then we see a story. So it's, like, a collection of short stories kind of thing, and they're all fucked up. Um, but, like... What part of it ends up being is like it's like kind of a bigger deal with these kinds of stories um, being all linked together or whatever. But it's like that kind of thing. It's like, you know, we, we're seeing the small instant story, but then you take that view backwards and it's like a network of like all these houses set up, you know, across the the country. Um, and it's just like this weird like torture porn enterprise kind of thing. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. You we know, should watch VHS. Those, uh, those are kind of neat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Those titles were something too. Catch any of those titles? What of the uh, you know what the guy had in the basement there? I think there was, was the redhead like, at the like gas, redhead station gas station. Was the only there one was I like remember. Puker. There was like uh, uh, somebody won't stop bleeding. It, like it was like like these like fucked up names of shit. Sometimes you just gotta like, try new stuff out, you know. Yeah. Well, whatever gets your nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live tweet wise, <laughs> uh, Keith's like Alice in fucking Wonderland. Why are you going that deep? And if I'm Tess, I'm not going that deep in after him. Yeah, um, I will say the best thing ever though is just looking down the hallway and going, "Nope." Yeah, <laughs> and sitting down. to to then ten minutes later, fucking go down the hallway. Yeah, but I I was like one hundred percent with her. I looked down, I was like, "Nope," and oh, then yeah. she said, "Nope," and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So good. Well, it's even funnier that that movie Nope came out last year, and then I was like, wait, so in what order did those two come out? <laughs> was that like first? a fucking reference? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was masterful laptop throw to the dresser by by AJ. Yeah. I mean, didn't even look. Just yeah, like the most fucking, unbothered kind yeah. of thing. I was like, that. Was like, he literally did not give a fuck what happened to that laptop. Yeah. Um, this guy thinks red flags are fucking party favors. You know, he can't be bothered with them. Uh, he's just like so fucking caught up with the square footage. He's like, he just sees a fucking room with a camera and a bed and a bloody handprint. And he's like, sweet. He's yeah. like measuring the room. He's like moving the bed out of the way. Sits on the bed. Gross. Do you think that's where all the births happened? Is that why that bed's so gross? I don't know. I, I have to think that's where like the sex stuff happened. Maybe but it is both. weird that that is, huh? Maybe both. Maybe both. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, that is the most well lit room. Right. Um, but I was kind of thinking all the births would probably happen in the room that, like, the mother was at that had the TV and everything. Because that's, right. like, supposed to show you how to do, sure. like, the child care stuff. So that was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like 
<laughs> I like when uh, AJ says, you know, not again when he's getting chased. I think he's just referring to like falling down. Yeah. But uh, it's just a funny thought to think like maybe he's been in some basement before that he's discovered under a house and he's getting chased. He's like, not again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in a side to that, there's got to be some kind of story where it's a dude who just like keeps getting caught up in like these types of things. But like he's really good at it, like escaping. Yeah. So it's like he's just he has the worst luck, but like he always gets kidnapped. He's always in like some kind of monster sequence, but he's like, no, like I'm I'm pretty good at these now. Yeah, yeah. And like he's trying to lead like the other people. He's like, look, okay, I, this happened to me back in like '93. Okay, what's gonna happen is he's gonna come down. I need you to do this. He's like organizing them Scooby Doo style. Yeah, uh, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if a white dude comes to your door and his shirt says Carlos, shut the door. Yep. Uh. He raped, then he got breastfed, raped by the mother. You know, there's your karma. Uh, Detroit cops ain't got time for your shit. This motherfucker shot her. Homeless dude, not good with subtlety. Earlier, he's like, hey, little girl! Hey, little girl! Yeah. Then as they're walking along, he fucking, hey! You know, and then his ending couldn't have been more fitting. It was like, I mean, it's like, it's like fucked up because it's like, what the hell did he do? But, the, you know, he's like, shit, I've been here 15 years. She ain't never coming, this motherfucker. And then fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking comes through the wall, right? Kool-Aid, man. I was like, this is so unreal. Like, uh, just a <laughs> small amount of, like, comical stuff that they drop in. Yeah. And then, you know, the end song makes me want to watch Goodfellas because uh, that was one of the songs, Goodfellas. And that's, all, the, like, immediately the thought I think when I hear that song is that Goodfellas scene. Sure. So. Uh... The uh, the classic case of oh no we're double booked in the beginning mm-hmm. I I think was just like the most annoying interaction. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the I don't care which party you were I would have said no. Yeah, get out. <laughs> you cannot stay here. I am a stranger. You are a stranger. None of this makes sense. Yeah, it's like figure it out. Oh no, there's a convention in town. Yeah, it's like fuck you. Go sleep in the car. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> But I guess, you know, he's like, oh, you know, that's my upbringing. I won't, I won't allow that whatsoever. Also drink this wine and tea. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the rapey vibes that, there. That rant, just... though, of him of like, you know, he like starts like bumbling on mm-hmm. about like, well, I thought if you, if you saw that I didn't know that I opened, you didn't see me open it, that I would, uh, you want to drink it and you think I'd put some. Uh, so I, I wanted could to see, wait until... I could equally see like either you or myself. Oh yeah. Uh, just having that rant of like over explaining of like, yeah, well, like I just didn't know. And like, you think I was like trying to like rape you or something, you know, I don't know. So, so you know, I don't want you to think that. And, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I was just, I, I, I felt like the way that scene was handled was just, like, so awkward. But 100%, like, that's what I would do if I had to be in that situation. <laughs> right. However, I would never allow myself to be in that well, situation. Well, right, yeah, I wouldn't be there in the first place, but if I fucking wake up and find myself in that situation. I would be like, listen, well, honestly, I just wouldn't have even asked her if she wanted wine. I'd be like, I'm going to drink some of this wine, and just so you're seeing me open it and I didn't do anything weird. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Um, I was pretty good at calling out some of like the the subtle background stuff as far as like okay so the door is probably going to close now because of the way it's framed or whatever and we're going to see something here I was like as she's you know kind of 
pushing him and you know trying to wake him up because he's all moaning and having his night terrors and stuff i was like he's gonna convince her like she's the creepy one and then that's how keith is gonna get the upper hand on her right um which i thought i i I was really just disappointed that that wasn't the case because like to me that's the ultimate like subvert expectation is like we think keith is the crazy one and then he gets to convince her that she's the one being creepy and uncomfortable yeah he's like what the fuck i'm sleeping on the couch you have a locked door why are you bothering me like, I just, I so much wanted that to turn around and then her to feel like shit yeah. for being the creepy one, uh, but we, we never really got that. What about a horror movie where it turns out the person that thinks that all the things are happening to them, they're actually doing all the things, like, in this, like, fevered state, you know? Yeah. Like, everything's like a fucking illusion to them, but the, it's like, it's almost like that Shutter Island type thing where you find out, like, you're the, yeah. you're the crazy one, but, like, you've been running around doing all these murders. Yeah. I, yeah. I think stuff like that is interesting, especially if you frame it in the way to where it's all like kind of like panicked reaction type of things. You know, it's like it's 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 such a good way just to show it's like, you know, uh, we see this one character's perspective and, you know, how they're perceiving events. But you have to sprinkle in like, you know, those hands or you know handful of things where it's like a hey, this person's acting batshit like when it's not from their point of view yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're doing the crazy stuff there. I do think like that kind of storytelling is super fun. Yeah. I uh, I love the uh, the main character uh, presenting like an incorrect uh, telling of events type of thing. Yeah, I think that's just a ton of fun. Um, lost my fucking mind at the even deeper, darker secret rape basement. I just <laughs> I, I can't get over it enough. Like it's it should be illegal to have a secret rape room. I think and it then is a double secret rape room. If you call it rape room, I'm I'm pretty sure they're like hey. <laughs> watch it <laughs> it's like listen when we when we do the building coding for yeah, this we're not I calling cannot, it rape room. i cannot label it as a rape room what i can i can label it as a bonus room i can say downstairs bedroom uh, say rec room but it's not finished so it can't be a bedroom. i mean if it makes you feel better you can think that like rec room has like a double meaning there yeah, you know because you're wrecking know. these women that you're raping their like lives rape. yeah yeah um <laughs> What I uh, was kind of wondering too, because you know they mention Airbnb so often, is, is it can you sponsor? Well, I was I was kind of the other way around. I was like, can you like this is framing Airbnb in a pretty bad light, right? <laughs> I was like, can you really get away with this? Like, do you Airbnb think- comes back with a defamation suit against the That's makers of Barbarian? Thinking. I was like, can they can they actually get away with this? Like, is Airbnb like did they send them something or like, hey, like you made us look like we you know ran yeah. out rape dungeons and that other fucking uh, what was the other app that he used? I I booked it on Home something. I don't know what the fuck he said. Uh, uh, yeah. Home to rape. Home to. <laughs> But it's with a two. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was uh, I was very much a big fan of the uh, the the flashback. It was just such a surreal thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I thought the way it was shot, the color palette, and everything was just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um. For some reason, I wrote down home birth. Kid grows up a caveman, eats the parents, rape dungeon, something something videotaping, poop bucket. <laughs> I'm not sure what my train of thought on that particular note was, um, but uh, I, uh, I really I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What I really don't understand too is is just the the utter convenience of the one nice home in this entire dilapidated neighborhood. It's something, isn't it? Everybody and, left that one alone when they were graffitiing and destroying, defacing. Yeah, like yeah. it just it doesn't make sense even from a everyone else being there perspective. 
Um, it's like I just nobody would leave it alone. Like that shit would be broken into twenty four seven. Like why outside of people knowing uh, that there's a crazy lady that lives in there sometimes, you know, or she yeah. she sometimes shows up. Like why doesn't why does she only stay in the dungeon and nothing above ground is all messed up when clearly she has access to get into yeah everything else and like has other ways to get outside, like. That that is just such a, a a big hole for me is that you yeah. know she decides to live in the basement when there's an entire you know rest of the house to live in and do shit with and all the people if she's eating the people that are outside how does she know you know mm-hmm. yeah I know it's ridiculous um what I uh, one of my points was though uh, that I wanted to mention too was like with the cops um they come to the house. There are two perfectly good functioning cars right in front of this only singular nice house. Yeah. That she clearly broke out of is all raggedy. And everything else around them is destroyed and everything. Yeah. And these two cops are like, yeah, no, leave this house alone. She's crazy. (laughs) Why would the cops look at a house that is perfectly intact, suspiciously perfectly intact, with two perfectly functioning vehicles out front and be like, yeah, you're a homeless crackhead that escaped from this really nice house or broke into this nice house. But nobody's probably home, so I don't need to knock on the door or check in on anybody. Like, there's just a logic there. It's like, what? Why do you not draw any question mark with this interaction of, this is the only thing that is nice this entire neighborhood, but your conclusion is this lady is just on crack and that there aren't any normal people in that house that you need to address right now. Right. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. It's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking unreal. Yeah. Um, what I also really wanted was for the cops to show up at the very end after she was walking away with the gun and shoot her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, you you survived despite it all. Uh, and then, you know, when they finally come back around to it or whatever, you know, maybe they heard some of the gunshots or something from the gas station. Yeah. And they called it in. And then because she's the crackhead they saw earlier now running around with a gun that they just yeah. take her out. They see the dead barbarian and fucking AJ with his head, skull ripped open. Like, yeah. oh man, crackhead lady must have found some PCP. Yeah. <laughs> I, I so badly wanted that to be the ending. Yeah. But what can you do? What can you do? Well... That was fun. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. It. it was interesting enough. Yeah, we could write a horror movie. We could write a horror movie. Let's write a horror movie. Let's write a horror movie. Um, or at least a you know grading sheet for horror movies. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Uh, that was fun. That was, uh, it's October. We got more of these coming up. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, emails, consecrates, hotline, yahoo.com, uh, comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, what have you. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, watching, whatever, and goodbye.